I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine. And Caroline. Today, we're talking about how to set goals that you will actually follow through with. Because I'm in a space where I personally need to set goals and, like, have actual things to be working Mm -hmm. towards. I also feel like I'm in a goal-setting era. Like, a time where that is actually going to fuel me. Because sometimes we talk about, like, as Girls with Goals... There's a time and a place for specific goals. Sometimes our goals are more just vibe-wise. They're more just knowing what we value in our lives and just trying to keep that central to it. And then sometimes life is fueled more and we have the space more to have like very specific goals that we're working towards. It doesn't always have to be super specific goals all the time. And we've had a lot of episodes talking about like how different things serve you at different times. I'm personally in a zone right now where I think I could really benefit from some specific goals. Yeah. I mean, you guys have been with us for almost two years now, so obviously we've been through phases of having strict goals. When we first started the show, I think we had more strict, not strict, but like detailed, Mm -hmm. specific goals. Mm -hmm. And then we've gone through phases like the you don't need to change era where that was like a complete 180 where I was like I truly cannot even fathom having a detailed goal right now I really just need to exist Mm -hmm. um and we've also been everywhere in between on the show and that is so one important to know and understand because if you're in a place where you don't have the energy or not in the you don't have the focus to have those specific detailed goals then trying to force a specific detailed goal on yourself when you can't handle that is so taxing because you feel in everything that you're doing that it's like not going well. Yeah. It just, it's a waste of energy. And so I think it's so important to understand that it is so valid to have faith. Like you're not going to be hardcore working towards something 
every single second. And I mean that one in there are multiple areas you can set goals in. So fitness goals, business goals, social goals, like personal goals. You can't be going hard in all of them all the time because mm-hmm. that's so taxing it's just too many details to focus on yeah literally that might be what it is is that in the times where I've had to focus more on like my personal life or more on work I will still go to the gym mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna go in and be like okay I only did x amount last week so I have to do pick it up a little bit and like grow in that sense I'm like I'm staying I'm, I'm just doing my I'm thing just I'm just up. going to the gym I'm just going to the gym doing my thing I'm not putting the growth effort or the extra effort onto the gym Mm -hmm. type goals I'm putting that extra effort onto my personal life goals or onto Mm -hmm. my work goals or just like keeping my shit together whatever my life needs in the moment and those are the phases that it comes and goes you're not always going to have strict specific goals in every single era there are also times you're not going to have strict specific strict specific goals in all the areas yeah and it may just be like we said vibes this is what we talk about i feel like we talk about this on new year's a lot or we talk about this kind of frequently that we don't have overall like i don't have a 10-year plan i just have a, a relative direction and a relative vibe for where i want to go of course i have things that i would love to do mm-hmm. and i will do but i don't have like oh in two years i'm gonna do this and in three years i'm gonna do this i just overall have a direction and that direction and yeah. those intentions stay the same and things pick up the pace and you know, kind of cool down as life goes through phases, but I still have a direction with everything. Yeah. So when we say things like you don't need to have a strict goal or not, it doesn't have to be super strict, we're not saying just throw everything out the window. That just means you can vibe with something and you can have something exist without putting the extra effort into it. Yeah. But I feel like we're entering, I mean, speaking for myself at least, entering a place in my life where I'm coming off of that not having the strict goals and I'm ready to put the extra effort into it my extra effort has been on actives and it's been on like living my life and so I've let the mental and physical energy of like oh I need to up in weight in the gym and I need to do this at work and I need to like add this onto mm-hmm. my plate I've not been focusing on that because I've been focusing on other things like living and existing but yeah. you need those times to like speed run and you need those times to appreciate yeah your life yeah I like what you said about direction because I think that explains a lot of how we approach things like in phases of life where we say we don't have strict goals right now or I don't have set goals or if someone asked me like where do you want to be in five years I'm like I don't exactly know but in reality like I'm one of the most goal oriented person I know but in the sense that I know the standard that I have for my life and the direction that I always want to be going but I like to stay pretty flexible about the exact path that is going to get me there because I know that I'm better off staying open to different opportunities and having that vision for the future but then focusing on how I can do best at what's right in front of me and that's going to keep me open to all these different paths that could get me there but at the same time and when I have had times where it's been a lot harder for me to have specific goals or that hasn't served me as much for me I find that that is so correlated with my mental health like my mental health comes and goes in so many waves and when I know that I am feeling 
super burnt out or I'm not really feeling like myself, it's hard for me to set structured goals because I might have a super motivated day where that works for me, but I know that if I'm going through a phase of my life where for whatever reason I'm feeling really dragged down, I'm feeling really burnt out, I'm feeling not like myself, that's not going to be sustainable for me and it's almost going to make me feel worse when I'm Mm -hmm. not able to achieve those day by day. So a lot of the time, if I'm in that sort of phase of life or a moment of life, my goal is to just keep showing up at the baseline of all the things that are important to me. It's to keep going to the gym. It's to keep going outside. It's to keep getting my work down. Keep getting my work done. It's to keep seeing my friends. But it's, I don't necessarily have goals to grow in those areas when I'm maybe struggling a bit more. My goal at that time is just okay, how do I maintain my baseline and keep showing up at my baseline so I don't completely lose sight of myself, so I don't completely fall off track of like everything that I care about, so it's hard for me to ever pick back up again. A lot of the time, it's just how do I stay here in life? You don't always have to be moving forward because honestly, sometimes staying there and staying consistent and also being able to stay consistent through times where it's harder, that is growth in itself. It doesn't always have to be this uphill, uphill, uphill. Mm -hmm. Like things can come and go in waves and to be able to keep yourself and your like what you're producing and what you're doing consistent through times where you're challenged with waves like that is growth and that is achievement in itself and so I think that that is that is what my life looks like a lot of the time and I know that that's kind of what it looked like for me in this past spring because I was dealing with so many things at once I was trying to figure out mental health things I was also sick and I like didn't know it like I was diagnosed after the fact when I had antibody tests and I was like oh my god I've like I've been sick the past couple months and I thought it was like all me and so I was doctors like have you been functioning uh, they're like have you been functioning and I was like because I didn't know so I just didn't I just didn't give into it I was just like I was just chucking along I thought it was me um I had a different internship we were also managing the podcast so for me that was a time in my life where I was so energy drained with like the personal and sickness things that were going on with me but I also had things that I had to show up for like I had to show up for my work I had to show up for us in the podcast I wanted to still show up with my friends so like that whole time period I really could not do anything more than the full plate that I had on my Mm -hmm. baseline like I was showing up at the gym I was showing up to social things it was really nice that we lived together because we would like have people over often and that really helped with like the social aspect to have people over for dinner and like just Mm -hmm. keep that consistent in our lives but that whole maybe four to six month period it was not realistic for me to have like huge growth goals in my life because all I could really handle was keeping everything that I was trying to keep afloat afloat and stay consistent like a comp like do the baseline yeah keep the baseline going yeah because in moments where or phases where like I'm mentally drained or struggling the thought of I'm gonna use the gym as an example because it's the most like numbers tangible Mm -hmm. example that I can think of but if I was to go to the gym and like force myself to be like oh well I squatted this like last week or I ran this much last week I'm not doing that this week and be like oh I have to go out and run one more mile this week or blah blah that would actually like break me and then then I would not do shit yeah and that's like the most that's what I'm saying if in moments like that you don't need to be putting tangible numbers and like progressing on goals you can just keep it as just like the thing you do to the caliber that you did it at Mm -hmm. Or need to do it at. 
you don't have to like push yourself over and put the focus on that because your focus and that energy is going somewhere else likewise that sometimes gets to a point where you're like okay I need to pick it up like I need to pick it up and put more effort and energy into those goals because in the same way that not having tangible specific goals helps you stay afloat having them when you're ready for them like helps you helps push you forward Mm -hmm. and helps shape how you live and how your days go and what your interests are Mm -hmm. and that stuff and that's why I think it is super important to have phases where you do have them it doesn't have to be 24 7 365 days of the year and then when you don't you feel like you're absolutely not doing well because that's just not how it is like you should get to enjoy the benefits of your goals um but it is fun like it's just fun to have things to work towards it's like planning a trip you get excited for the planning of the trip and the leading up to the trip and then you get to actually experience the trip and it's like way better yeah if you have an actual set goal say you want to run a certain race or you want to do a certain thing you get to spend the time and put in the effort of training for that and actually like building up to that and then doing the race Mm -hmm. yeah so I think with all that said goal setting doesn't always have to be a goal of improving something it can also be a goal of I want to focus more on I want to maintain and continue I want to spend more time on I want to learn yeah like it doesn't always have to be this improvement so at the same time as we're saying you don't always have to set goals I think you always will have goals in your life but they may not always be I want to improve by this much by this time by doing this sometimes it's going to be more of I want to continue to do this I want to maintain this I want to put more focus on this and so Mm -hmm. at the same time as we've said all this I think you know having goals and intentions in your life do keep you moving forward even if it is just that consistency but then also when you are in a place where you are ready for more you're ready to grow you're ready to do more and I think that that readiness is super important because sometimes it's not gonna serve me but then sometimes when my baseline feels really good and you know I'm I'm mentally there and I'm ready for it then having those set goals is so energizing Mm -hmm. And it really can help move me forward. And so that's what we want to talk about today is when you are wanting to set those more specific goals, what does that look like? How do you set goals that you're actually going to follow through with? Like, how do you make sure that those goals, you have a plan of action so you can actually meet them? And how do you continue to stay excited and motivated about them? And then we also want to talk about what some of our goals are at the moment Mm -hmm. and what we're focused on. I think one of the biggest, sometimes it trips me up that we have to almost over conceptualize things before we come on here and talk about them because mm. we have to understand things enough to put words to them and then make those words comprehensible for everyone listening and so it sometimes takes a little bit of the the implied meaning out of things and sometimes that's like with goals you don't always have to be we're sitting here and we're putting words to things and making things like concise little bits that we can talk about it yeah but with it doesn't always have to be like there's so much that's implied in what we're saying and in the concepts that we're talking about that maybe can't be put into words so with goals obviously the most specific intangible thing is going to be here's my goal this is how I'm going to achieve it this is what I'm going to get out of it but a lot of the times you don't even think about goals you don't even like compartmentalize them in your brain you're not aware that you're working towards something as a goal necessarily. So if your goal 
or lack thereof is to just like show up to the gym and stay baseline. You don't think about that as this is a goal. You just think about that as something you do if you're in that era of just staying consistent with it. Mm -hmm. You don't conceptualize that as this is my goal, this is something I'm working towards. It's just something that you do. But when you say it's just something that you do, I think that that is how you make goals actually achievable. When it can be broken down into, okay, I have this goal, and then what does that mean for how I'm going to live each day and what I'm going to do each day to meet that? Because good goals are not ones that you're just going to do overnight and it's a flip of a switch and it's a 180. Usually there's steps towards that. It takes doing something repeatedly. It takes building new habits. It takes, you know, looking at the greater goal and then seeing what every achievement is along the way to get you there and then focusing on the day-to-day steps. Like, how you live your days is how you live your life. So when you're just saying that it just becomes something that you're doing and something that you're living, that is, I think, what a good goal is. It's not something that you have to measure every single day. How close am I? How close am I? It just becomes Mm -hmm. something that you're continuously working towards and you have this greater goal in mind, but you know that you don't have to get there tomorrow and you don't have to feel bad if you're not there today. You can enjoy the journey and each stepping stone of that goal as it manifests in your day-to-day life. I do think having those set specific goals break up your life into little chunks, though. Because for me, I'm like, again, using the example of, like, the gym. This is the most tangible. Obviously, I'm never going to stop wanting to go to the gym mm-hmm. or wanting to be active and healthy. Like, that goal, if you will, doesn't have an actual completion standard or timeline that's just like a forever thing Mm -hmm. it's forever gonna be something in my life whatever it looks like and it's gonna change shapes or change outcomes it's gonna be broken down into different goals throughout my life Mm -hmm. so maybe there's a year where I'm like super into just lifting or super into spin classes or super into just running or super into like a certain mix of things or broken down little phases maybe there are times where I'm again like working towards a physical goal or a certain like distance or a certain weight to put up Mm -hmm. um or there are times where I'm just like I just want to keep going to the gym and trying things and like stay active that's how it breaks down into different segments and different goals but the actual goal is never ending and that might be intimidating for some people but I feel like it takes a lot of the pressure off because when you realize that this goal is, like, too big to compartmentalize, it just is something that you do, it's part of who you are and what you do, you can have as many mini goals as you want. Mm -hmm. And each of them have less stake, less pressure, less... They're just, like, less intimidating. Even though maybe that big goal is super intimidating. It shouldn't be. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, my God, for the rest of my life, but what what are you going to do? You're not going to stop. working out forever or stop having this interest in being healthy that's like a big thing someone that has a super clean house they're likely not gonna go and have a super opposite of clean house you know it's just there's certain things someone who eats healthy isn't gonna completely do a 180 and eat like absolute shit even if they have moments even even if if the person's house is sometimes messy yeah yeah It's not going to be a complete foundational change. I feel like those healthy, better things to be doing Mm -hmm. are ones that will stick forever. Because once you get to that, like, higher level of feeling and of yourself, you're not going to 
permanently go back yeah there I think there's two ways to look at those long-term this is just a part of who I am goals and the the more positive encouraging way to look at it is hey if I'm doing this forever then uh you know, one mistake, one day, one week where I don't feel on my game, one phase of life where maybe I'm just trying to keep up but not improving, that's okay. That's just part of the waves and that is pretty minor in terms of the grand Mm -hmm. scheme of life. It can also, for some people, I think be intimidating to say, oh my god, how am I supposed to do this forever for the rest of my life? But that's not how anything should be. If anything is a part of your life, you should be able to find enough satisfaction and enough enjoyment and enough intrinsic motivation in it to not be intimidated by the fact that it's going to be a part of your life forever, but be excited about that fact. And so make sure if you're taking on anything for very long term that the way you build it into your day-to-day life is realistic because fitness is not going to be a part an enjoyable part of your life forever if you make your daily goal to work out for three hours straight because that takes Mm -hmm. the realisticness and part of the enjoyment out of it even though maybe one day you are so motivated and you're feeling so good that you end up working out for that long but then you're also okay with hey another day I needed a rest day when I wasn't expecting to versus you having an unrealistic goal like for every day for the rest of your life or if you're somebody who values having a clean environment not saying I need to you know completely wipe down every inch of the house every day because then that's unrealistic and then that takes away the joy of having something clean because it just makes it more stressful so when you do build something in to your day-to-day you need to build it in in a way that is in in a way that is attainable and maintains the the positivity in it that keeps your life going and that maintains that positive mindset of like this is an enjoyable part of my day-to-day life and it's going to be with me for a long time so it's okay if every day looks a little bit different or if I have improvement goals at some point and just maintain goals at some other points that was a huge um bonus of having a microscopic apartment in Boston was that I could wipe down every inch of everything and it was attainable and it was attainable (laughs) but I couldn't do that in like our house at home because yeah then it's just too big but having a like I don't even know how big that apartment was like literally 500 square foot mm-hmm. apartment <laughs> I was wiping that thing down at least once a day <laughs> everything it was great it was awesome um I also think over or make not over conceptualizing but making your goals bigger and broader the like end goal helps to conceptualize the little goals that may not be these forever things. So maybe your interests change. Everyone's interests change. Everyone's something changes. That's why this idea of like, oh, I'm going to be active. Maybe my interest right now is spin classes. Maybe my interest right now is running. Maybe my interest right now is like lifting or Pilates. Those interests can absolutely change. In like two years, if you're doing a ton of Pilates right now, maybe in two years you're doing you're lifting that's not bad it's not an issue both are completely valid within that end goal and direction of Mm -hmm. like being active or if it's things like playing guitar or painting say you put down a guitar one day and you like never pick it up again and then you're like oh my god all this work was for all this effort was for nothing that's so not true maybe you start painting and then put effort into that and then you switch it to something else that's not wasted energy and wasted goals mm-hmm. if you complete something or get to a point with something and never pick it up again yeah. because the the guitar the painting whatever it is 
that is working towards like having a creative outlet the goal would be to yeah. put more energy into a creative outlet those are all grouped together yeah they're not as individual like there are truly not that many facets of life you can break down as much as you want but the foundational ones and this is why every time you try and come up with examples on the spot it goes to gym work personal life health because those are kind because of because those are the buckets life. those are the buckets like creativity those are the buckets you can break it down as far as you want down to playing guitar or down to like your specific workouts or down to your specific career but for the most part things fall into certain buckets and each bucket is going to have a different direction mm-hmm. and at the end of the day the direction is just like up <laughs> so it's not like when we say we have a direction and vibe like obviously you want to be moving forward at whatever pace works in that moment but forever you're going to be moving forward that's the direction Mm -hmm. that's when you can get the specific goals going Mm -hmm. yeah that is a good way to visualize what these more not even necessarily long-term goals but less measurable more intention focused goals if i just have the intention of being healthy in my life. I just have the intention of being creative in my life and you see how those can take different forms at different times. Now we want to talk about when you want to build a very specific goal in a specific facet of life. How do you make sure that goal is something that you're actually going to follow through with? And I think that starts with one, being ready in that space to actually set that goal. Like we've talked about before, like are you actually excited about committing this and have the space to commit to it and want to have a goal in this area of life or is it going to feel like more of a stressful intimidating thing so I think getting kind of level set on where your mindset is at and being ready to set a specific attainable goal in this bucket of life because in all the buckets of life we're always trying to you know stay or move forward but we don't always have like super specific measurable goals in that sense but then when you feel like you are motivated in that area and want to set a specific goal this is how i would approach it you want to get more specific than you have before so if you're generally saying I want to be healthy and I am working out often and I'm going to the gym like that is a great goal but it's a very broad goal and there's a lot of ways to fill that whereas now we're saying we're choosing something a bit more specific so say your goal is more in running and you want to build your running endurance then you would get very specific about okay what does that actually look like for me does that mean that in a month I want to run five miles okay that's a specific goal it has a measurement to it it has a time set to it because in one month you're going to want to be able to these are smart goals Look, specific, measurable, <laughs> attainable, realistic, and timely. It's a smart the, goal. You're saying all the words without, 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 without saying, saying the term, the term smart. smart goal. Because I yeah. saw her write down smart. And I was like, we're, well, they used to make us do smart goals in school. I know. But, <laughs> but it's a good way to look at things. So I wanted to write it down to remind myself what those actual boundaries are of a good set goal. And like, it's a smart goal. It's specific. It's measurable. It's attainable. It's realistic. And it's time bound. So instead of just saying... I want to work out more instead of just saying I want to get better at running set a more specific measurable time-bound goal of I want to be able to run five miles straight within the next month 
And then that is a goal that you can actually set your mind towards and work towards and also make sure that it's something achievable. If you're not able to run one mile now, then five by the end of the month straight might be a bit unrealistic of a goal. So maybe you go with three. Maybe you even go with, I just want to be able to run one mile straight consistently multiple times a week. Like set whatever you think is going to be the most realistic for you because then you can always build on top of that. But get specific with what the goals are. So like if you're going back to school in the fall, instead of saying I want to do well in school, what's a specific goal you can set to that? Maybe it's I have four classes. I want to get at least three A's this semester by the end of the semester. So that's measurable it's time bound. It's likely realistic for you because you guys are all smart. And then because <laughs> you're all smart. all smart. And then how and then think about how you attain that. I'm going to do that by, you know, showing up to my classes, taking notes in class, setting planned study times each week and finding some friends in each class that I can go to with questions when I'm unsure of things. And also knowing when my Um, office hours are that I can go to if I need to so it's taking whatever that goal is making it specific making it measurable and then understanding okay what are the steps within that that help me get there so I think that that is the second step to reaching goals one is looking at it from that like smart goal standpoint and adding those more specific details to the goal and then I also think that it's taking a bigger goal and then backtracking to okay what does this mean I have to do how far am I from that now what are my checkpoints to get there along the way and what does that mean that I have to do on the weekly on the daily to get there and then where do I start right now to get myself on the right path so it's taking a bigger goal and backtracking from there so um that school example is one of them like okay by the end of the semester I want to have three A's what does that mean now I'm gonna map out my my weekly schedule to see when my classes are how do I make sure I get there on time when can I fit in study times I'm gonna look through my class roster see if there's anybody knowing my classes that I can text about you know having study dates with I'm gonna see where my office hours are and when they are blah blah blah. I'm gonna plan ahead and I'm gonna make this schedule so that doing that is actually realistic to me and then it becomes almost like on what's what's the mode when you're flying an airplane and you just on autopilot (laughs) then it almost goes on autopilot so now okay I have this schedule and I'm doing these things and I don't necessarily have to think about every single day I'm not thinking about I have to get three A's I have to get three A's you're just thinking this is my routine and what I do every day and I've already pre-planned it so that if I'm doing this I have myself on the right track to achieve that more long-term goal that I want And therefore, you're not overwhelmed and intimidated by the larger goal, but you're just focused on moving forward every day with what you have in front of you that you've already pre-planned to get you where you need to be. Another big example that I think of is like a more long-term goal of, I know I want to buy a house in 10 years. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly. And the best thing about Rosetta Stone is that Rosetta Stone offers a lifetime membership. So you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons, all the languages, 
forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin and let me tell you Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive. You learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. Okay, well, a house is going to require you having money and savings to be able to buy that house. So you need to figure out an estimate of how much money you're going to need saved in 10 years to comfortably be able to buy the type of house in the location that you want. And then you look at, okay, what do I have in savings now and how much am I making right now? What's the difference between where I'm at now and where I need to be in 10 years? What does that require me to save in each of these 10 years up to that goal? And then how far away is that savings goal this year from where I'm at now? And what do I need to do today to switch my income and my budgeting to put me on the right track to get there? And then once you've done that, whether it's negotiating a raise, whether it's looking for a new job, whether it's just shifting your budget so that you're saving more money, whether it's investing some of your money. You do something now that puts you on the path so that your day-to-day routine and what you're doing is already fueling this goal 10 years out because you've taken the time now to visualize it and backtrack it and plan it so that you're not stressed every day. Am I going to be able to buy a house in 10 years? Am I going to have enough money? You put yourself on the path right now by optimizing where you're at and like planning those baby steps forward so i think that those are my two biggest suggestions are adding details to those goals and then backtracking to determine what are the daily weekly monthly yearly things that i need to do depending on how long term this goal is i think a huge thing is that goals should also fit with your lifestyle your goals should almost be obvious that's what i feel when i'm in a phase where i don't have the extra energy to spend on a goal Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm forcing myself if I am trying to put the energy to match certain like numbers or benchmarks of things. 
if that's not in the cards for my current state of affairs, then it's not in the cards for my current state of affairs. That would be a force. Mm -hmm. Similarly with the actual type of goal and type of thing that you're focusing on. Maybe it's not time for that yet. Maybe you don't, like, you have a bunch of steps to complete before you get to this certain goal. Maybe you're not there yet. Maybe it doesn't fit your lifestyle right now. And I think sometimes goals should be almost obvious. Like, you should be, the space should be open for that goal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, right now, one of my biggest goals I'm tr- I would I'm going to get back into, like, a hardcore gym routine because it's been very relaxed or I've been like for the summer whereas right before that you were in a more hardcore routine whereas yeah so it's not totally because four months ago or whatever it was in the spring when I was super hardcore my life fostered that like it was an obvious choice for my current lifestyle I had the extra time I had the extra space my life was already super busy that like gym sessions just made sense based on literally the path that I walked mm-hmm. to work. I was like, oh, I'm passing the gym, may as well work out right now. Um, I also had the extra energy, had the space, I was already grinding, it was just another thing to add in. I came home for the summer and, like, tried to do that, but it was not gonna work because if I got an invitation to go surfing, I'm gonna go surf. If people were at the beach, I'm gonna go to the beach. If I have something to do... I'm going to do it. If I want to be outside for a workout rather than, like, inside in the gym, I'm going to be outside. Mm -hmm. That's just what I want to do. That was obvious for my life. It would be frustrating and it would be hard and it would be extra taxing if I kept on the same schedule and cadence and caliber of workouts because my life no longer fit that in that moment. And now I'm going back to a phase where, like, people have gone back to school. There's not much activities are winding down everyone's going into their like everyone's just getting a better routine it's fall people are back into their routine summer routines fly out the window and I'm all for that but now I'm back into a better routine I feel physically like I want to get back into better shape because obviously if I'm not going as intense with my workouts my level of fitness and way I look is gonna be different and I want to get that back up um but that is, like, the obvious next step mm-hmm. where if I stayed in this, like, oh, I go to the, I know I'm going to go to the gym every day or do a workout every day, but I, I'm going to pull up with no plan. I'm just going to vibe and enjoy it. And, like, maybe maybe I skip workout and surf. Maybe I skip a workout and, like, go play spike ball. And mm-hmm. that's, my, that's my workout for the day. That would be extra taxing in this new phase that I feel like I'm in right now. That would take extra energy to, like, force myself out of it. So it's kind of your goals and what you're setting should support what's happening in your life and just enhance it. Yeah. It should never feel like an extra force. Of course, it's extra effort and extra intention. Like, that's the whole point of it. Um, But it shouldn't go against the natural, like, path of your life, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't feel outside of you or abnormal to how how you're existing in your interests. Yeah. Other than the getting back into a more hardcore fitness routine, do you have other specific goals right now? Kind of all feeding into the same thing. The more, like, day-to-day goals is I, obviously, like, last spring is a good example because we were talking about this earlier, but it was crazy. Like, I would wake up at the literal ass crack of dawn, go to the gym, go to work, 
walk home, go, go to the grocery store, people would come over, we'd all, we'd cook, we'd be social, like, literally on repeat every single day, I'd clean the apartment, and then I'd sit down and do, like, podcast work, mm-hmm. and then I'd go to sleep, and then wake up at an ungodly hour, and run it all back the next day, and <laughs> do it, was, it all again. it was great, it was so good, I love when I'm in phases like that, um, because it's just so fun, and you do so much, and but when your no, life well, is ready for that because it was also it's also exhausting if yeah. you're not in a place where you're ready to take that on right or where you're you have to be in, about you have it. to be in the space so if i was doing that now granted i low-key like now it's in a, in a different way but i'm still like going to gym going to the work going to work different yeah, order we but always I'm, like, still do a lot just in different ways yeah. um but like things have shifted obviously and i'm way more social and uh, like i said i've been putting more effort into like activities rather than working out and like my room has been messy a few times this summer oh my god like which is so against everything I stand for um that said I I mean like I've folded clothes and just not put them in my closet and they've been on the floor type messy my bed is always made and I've been making my bed recently that's awesome I know yeah because that sometimes you don't (laughs) and that's like a huge I'm I'm all for that yeah um yeah but been messy a few times this I've been messy a few times this summer um and it's just not it doesn't align with me but I shut my eyes and I walk out the door because I have things to do um so anyway I want to get back into having like a busy filled lifestyle like that yep in the sense of like every second I'm doing something because this is an up like I want to do a full episode on this but like the more you do the easier it is to do more like your energy is just the energy's up Mm-hmm. and so if you're if you're like not really filling your days that with that much like obviously everyone has phases like that I had maybe like a month the month of like half of July and half of August I was just like not doing a whole lot besides the things I needed to do yeah and then if I had to force one single like extra thing to do like oh I have this extra bit of work or like I want to have it if I tried to like have a big gym day it's like oh can't do it my body can't take this my, my mind can't take this but when you're in a phase where you're already like doing things to an extreme extent um and like going hard in a bunch of things what's one more thing added to it like the more the merrier that was derailed but I want to get back into a state where I'm like the more the merrier and have a lot going on and the energy is up, and I'm, I feel like, like in terms of, like, personal growth, and, like, focusing on yourself, and doing what you want to do, because you have had a lot going on, but it's been more focused on, like, social, social and adventure, or, like, which is the that valid kind of, of stuff, which is that's, great. like, what I, which is summer, but I'm, like, kind of, I'm, I'm about to tap out, like, low-key, everyone is tapping out, the yeah. entire group, everyone's kind of, like, I'm ready to, to be done, we hung out the other night, and it was just, like, we got dinner, and, like, sat on the, um, the beach and then we drew, I drove someone back to their car at a different beach and we sat in the car like in front of their car just like at the beach for like another hour just like seated in our car <laughs> and everyone's like I'm so done I'm so done <laughs> um which is funny because like obviously most people at least our age and everyone that's listening's age um kind of live similar life phases of like summer fall school starts new phases start maybe a new job starts blah 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 blah. like we're still we're in that era Mm -hmm. where summer is like packed um but yeah I want to get back into that so that being said the gym goals have an actual detailed gym routine like go back to my past routine um 
instead of just pulling up to the gym and being like, oh, what am I doing today? What what sounds fun to me today? Having a having an external, like obviously I wrote my own gym plan, but like having an external plan rather than trying to make it for myself, mm-hmm. having it already made. Um, and then waking up early, like set an alarm and snooze. That's another thing. I'm an advocate. Like do not ever snooze your alarm. Because then you're in the habit of snoozing it and then you don't trust yourself to get up. Exactly. Well, now I'm in that habit and I'm like, this is so embarrassing because I literally am the poster child. I'm an anti-snoozer. For being an anti-snoozer. And I'm snoozing. Like, I would, I don't care what time that alarm goes off. Like, I'm up and out and I've not been doing that. Um, That's another thing I want to do an episode on is like, well, it can be like doing what you say you want to do because we talk about that a lot. But like. Thing, say you have an, a flight and you have to get up at 3 in the morning for it. No one wants to get up at 3 in the morning and, like, get up and get active. But if you have a flight, like, you're up, your feet are on the floor, like, you're out, you're out the door, mm-hmm. you're at the airport, you're not missing your flight. So how do you get yourself to do that at yeah. 6 or 7 on the daily? Well, or if you have, like, a meeting at 2 p.m., what are you going to do? You're going to attend the meeting at 2 p.m. because it was put on your calendar and you have to be there. So why can't you get yourself, if you say, oh, I'm going to do this at noon... And then you're like, oh, I'm not going to do it. Like, there's not as much stake in the game. You know what I mean? Anyway, I digress. But I want to get back into a, a packed-ass day of doing things and waking up early and, like, f- having having things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the same, similar note, eat more nutrients. This is something that I do when I get, like, busy slash apathetic is I will sit there and eat, like, a chicken breast with no accompaniments and this call it a meal. This is what Catherine do. I, and Catherine is always like, I love to make my meals colorful. I love. I to do. do I just don't do and it then, that often. And then she'll do it on like some rare good days. But then for the most part, I'll catch her eating lunch and it's like chicken and a slice of leftover cake. And then she'll have breakfast. That was of the like other just day. Plain we don't yogurt. often have leftover cake. Like she eats very very plain a lot of the time. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Last night I made a salad. First off, Dad ate I was my so salad. shocked. I was really, like, proud to see that. Yeah, I know. Cool. I was like, look, I'm working on my new goals. And then Dad <laughs> ate it. So, <laughs> comes downstairs. He's like, oh, what you making for dinner? And I was like, oh, the salad. And he's like, do we have any protein? I was like, well, there's... Yep. Um, he goes, oh, is there enough for me? And I'm like, yep. So, he made himself a plate off of my dinner. <laughs> oh. So funny. And then he goes, all right, clean up the kitchen. <laughs> and he watched me and he goes, that was, that's not good enough. And I was like, I just made you dinner. You can't be critiquing my kitchen cleanup oh my right now. Um, anyway. And then set a night routine. You, we all know I'm so bad at this. For my night routine, I want to like clean my room, get ready for the next day, maybe set out some clothes, take my vitamins, wash my face, brush my teeth, go to sleep. I would say that I want to be someone who has like a 10, 12 step nighttime routine that they do every night, but I feel fully like i've tried we all know i've tried can't don't like it not into it not will not be doing it redacted literally even even if i try one night i'm like i'm gonna do all these things just just try them i'm like i get three things down like i'm so done i just literally i just have no interest in doing this right now i want to just (laughs) sleep um keep it simple i love when people film their 10 step nighttime routine and i can watch them like that's so fun that you do all those things i love it for you it's not for me because i've tried um that's this thing when we're talking about reading i'm like if i get if i'm like oh i'm gonna read before bed read one page i'm like ugh, i just really want to go to sleep right now but that's fine because sometimes it puts me to sleep sometimes i'll read two pages and my eyes will be shutting and it's awesome it's awesome uh your goals my goals all right well when it comes to my fitness goals 
I think I'm also very motivated to have more set fitness goals right now and I'm really leaning into wanting to build more endurance because I feel like I'm more cardio motivated. Sometimes I'm more lifting motivated, sometimes I'm more cardio motivated and I like when I'm more cardio motivated because I stand by, I love, I feel better. I love both lifting and cardio but there's just something that hits different when cardio feels good. Yeah. Like when cardio feels good, it feels so good and I've been feeling good with it recently so I have to meet that goal of just kind of leaning into that building more endurance wanting to feel more athletic with that because I do think that I always will keep a balance of both lifting and cardio but when I can increase the cardio that I'm doing like I just feel way more athletic because being able to feel like you have endurance and feel fast like that I think just makes me feel more athletic than anything else and so I've shifted my routine and rebalanced it a little bit to include a bit more spinning and running and then also hopefully one shadow boxing session a week because I like the shadow boxing classes on Peloton. You I'll, just be saying things these days. Yesterday she was, I, I've I been doing that since last summer. Yeah I know that. Yesterday she said something she's like I per, first of all I said I was booking the gym from four to five thirty and she goes oh well I just wanted to spin and then like finish my spin and my my little do my duathlon that I do all and I was like what <laughs> ne- <laughs> what she's like I've been doing that I've been doing it all the time I'm <laughs> doing that all the time and it's like I've never once you don't never see once. you don't see everything she's I so do. quick she's so quick I don't I'm see so it. quick she's you just so it. quick but I've really been enjoying um one like more endurance spinning on we have a peloton bike and sometimes i'll do like the hit class so long we've had it for so long switch my shoes that's crazy i'm up to i just hit my 200th ride on peloton i'd be running on your account at the end of the day like i'm just so you know when you hit 200 runs it was half me that's not cool you have your own profile yeah but i I forgot the password i'm too lazy to reset it joking no one dads because he doesn't use it he was logged out, and I, Ma, I was using mom's for a while, but she got logged because out. Because I'm so, the only one that so uses it I'm pretty it sure she's using yours, too. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Well, no one else is using my bike, I don't think. Uh, mom did a spin class once. She yeah, but on her own, for sure. <laughs> I helped her choose it. But instead of the, like, typical classes with the instructor, recently I've been choosing the scenic rides. And I'll like it'll I'll choose a location. I'll run for like thirty minutes, forty five minutes, an hour, whatever like the one you chooses, and then I'll put on just like my own music or a chill playlist or something, and I'll spin to that and do more of an endurance vibe. And I've been really enjoying it. I've been able to go for so long, and then I've also picked up my consistency with running a bit more recently, which really just means about twice a week recently. But that feels really good for me, running twice a week having more spinning in my routine um, and I'm just enjoying that and so I think maybe my goal right now is to just be more consistent following that routine and then also I'm excited because in Captain and I are planning a decent amount of travel for the fall and I love being able to run in different locations when I'm traveling one because it's the most reliable thing like you don't know where you're gonna be able to find a gym you don't know how much time you have I also don't like Some of our friends religiously will go seek out gyms when they're traveling. traveling, And I'm like, I'm just going to stay and go for a run. I won't do that. Maybe that's like mom. I think about this all the time. 
mom anytime there's outdoor seating in a restaurant she's like we have to sit outside we're not sitting inside it's like illegal to sit outside and that gives the same energy of like if you're on a trip it's illegal to be inside right so sometimes i'll use the hotel gym like a few times early in the morning but for the most part i really enjoy being able to run in a new location to just feel fit keep up my fitness and then also it's like a cool way to be able to explore any place so that is a big goal for me of building more endurance right now is to be able to feel better running when we have some upcoming travel Dublai tick um and so with that another goal of the fall is to travel more and because it's been a little bit since we've done you know some big travel and had some big travel plans and so my steps that I've taken to do that are one like I've looked at my calendars and blocked off in the next few months of calendars when I you know have things that I need to be home for in certain locations for seeing when I have free blocks of time then have you know talk to family and friends see who might be available to come with and travel with and then figure out where family we might want to go and Catherine. mom and dad and me and a couple <laughs> friends yeah like we've been we have that. friends guys. we have friends that and so like I've really been taking the steps I set the intention it's been a, a second since we've traveled probably the most significant travel was last year when we lived in Singapore and I just want to do a bit of traveling this fall. So I've set that intention and then I've, you know, I've done my backtracking to what do I have to do today to set that time up and to plan it. And that's what we've been doing. So expect some travel from us soon. And then I also, like in Catherine, am prioritizing a night routine right now. I had to, you know, really be honest with myself. I have not been sleeping well whatsoever for a very long time now. And then you know, I've looked at... You slept at, great from about 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. today. Yeah, I had a huge nap today. But I looked at, okay, what are, my, what, are my, <laughs> what are my actual nighttime habits? And, like, they're not good. I have a bad habit of working at night, being on screens at night. And so, you know, recently I've been trying to set that boundary for myself at 9 p.m. And then inst- I'm also, like, in captain, like, I, I can't necessarily do a ton of things every single night. So I've been trying to optimize it. Like, I put some good things on my bedside table like a candle like I have this new lavender mist I've been spraying I put a book on my bedside table so like I just do my skincare get in bed do those few things and it's been much better for me and with that welcome to the double take it's time for another season of the Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find the Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. That we're gonna have to breeze through because I wrote, I went so long in this episode, um, and you guys had such good questions, so we're gonna we're gonna answer them. Also, by the way, these were submitted through Girls with Goals Pod Instagram. I'll put up a story and a little question box with an episode topic before we record, and then collect some questions about the topic. So, what mistakes do people often make when first starting goal setting? I think making things hyper detailed or breaking things down too much so if your goal is to like run five miles if you say I want to be able to run one mile today and one like one mile today one mile tomorrow two and then two and then three and then three and then four and then four or like whatever however you break it down or if it's like oh, I want to run a marathon you're like I'm gonna run one mile this week two miles next week three miles in the week after that sounds like you broke it down reasonably but 
some days you're gonna have more energy some days you're not like there are so many factors and maybe you don't progress as fast in the beginning you progress too fast really fast in the beginning Mm. and then slow it down as things become harder and you don't keep on the same schedule so I think there's a difference between like having a plan and having too strict of a thing i see that i think the better way to approach that would be like we talked about you know do the backtracking set the milestones along the way but then when it comes to your more daily routine you don't have to set the specific achievement that you have to do every day because it's important to leave room for natural progression and you know the natural fluctuation day to day um i think another one of the biggest mistakes for goal setting are either you set the goal and then you don't make any sort of plan on how your day to day is going to support getting to that goal or you set a goal that you want to do every day long term but it's not attainable for you to actually fit into your life so making things realistic to what you can maintain in your day-to-day life how do you set goals for the school year without getting overwhelmed my biggest tip for planning around a school year is to do time batching like look at your calendar for the week and get a planner and then in that every single day block out the time that you have classes for and I say this helps specifically when you have a school schedule also with a work schedule but specifically with school when every day is a bit different and you need to see when you actually have chunks of time each day to to do things so look at your weekly calendar block off when you have classes, block off when around that is going to be study time and set times every week, you know, if you have any activities every week, and put all of those necessary things down for your life and then see where else you have space in each day because then you can actually visualize, okay, how much time do I have left on Mondays, on Tuesdays, on Wednesdays for my self-care, for fitness, for a social life? And you can be realistic when you're planning those things as to not completely overbook yourself, but also as to not waste your own time if you haven't visualized the time that you have and then you find like, oh, I just took two hours wasted like scrolling on my phone this day because I didn't have anything to do and now I feel like I haven't seen any friends and also I'm behind on studying. Like, you can really take advantage of your time when you can be realistic and block it out and use that time batching and I think that will help you get less overwhelmed because you know you can really visualize okay I do have time here I'm gonna fill it this way do you think it's important to have friends with similar goals yes but I think having friends that are too similar to you is an issue I think your best friends should be different than you I think you're you should have same values but slightly different interests interests, slightly different foundations and it's not that you have to look and like seek out friends like specifically like oh you're way too similar to me or you're way too different for me I think the good balance is having friends who have the same values as you so they understand your goals even if they don't necessarily have the exact same specific goals even if they're not you know following the exact same workout routine as you are even if they're not on the exact same sleep schedule as you are even if they don't have the exact same social priorities as you do if they have similar values then you guys can understand what each other's goals are and support them and your lives likely line up in good ways Mm -hmm. should you focus more on picking the right goal or the habits that surround it i think like i said before your goals should almost be obvious like they should almost 
be chosen for you. They should almost just follow the direction of your life and then you can choose the habits to support it or to reach it. What's more important is kind of a hard one to answer because Mm -hmm. I think you don't know what habits you want to build if you don't know your overall goals, but you're also not going to reach your overall goals if you can't build the daily habits and the internal habits to get there. It's kind of like a chicken and egg scenario. I don't necessarily know which one is supposed to come first. I think they're equally important because they support each other. But you might want to put more pressure on the habits. Because that's what's going to actually get you there. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this maybe gave you some extra energy to set some goals or go into a new phase of life fall with some extra energy to have goals or Mm -hmm. put effort into them. As always, merch link in the bio. One of our friends, oh, Maggie texted me today and she said she's been wearing it all the time and that people call it short. One of our friends got merch and I'm like so excited. Well, our friend's younger sister's. Um, And she's been wearing it, and I love that. Mm -hmm. So merch is available, link in the bio. Also, all of our accounts, Girls, Girls Pod, and Catherine Kinneen, Caroline Kinneen, TikTok, Instagram, all of the things for more content and more, like, visuals into our life. You can also watch this episode on YouTube if you're coming from Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. That is also a thing that we do. We love you guys, and we will see you next Monday. Bye. another season of the Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find the Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. <laughs>